Good morning and welcome to the Sports Desk here on C and you are listening to Moni. Well, it's a very different Monday team, I should say, because I'm joining in, subbed in myself. Moni, Matt, April and James. Good evening. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Good morning. We've got the whole crew together I was going to say good today. evening. That's our time. <laughs> good evening. Anyway, good morning, guys. It's been an amazing weekend in sport. No matter what sport you've been following, we're going to cover almost everything. We're going to start off with some horse racing, obviously. Last week <coughs> was a big week in racing from Cup Day to Oaks Day to... Did I miss anything else? Stakes day. Stakes yeah. day, there we are. See, I don't, don't know much. Now, we need, to make a, we need to make a statement here. Off because the Monday crew tipped the winner of the cup. We tipped the winner. I don't know how we did it, but we fluke. tipped the winner. It was not a fluke. It was fluke. No, it, it, it was... You, you had insight. I had... It I was up sheer here skill. Was like, it was what? sheer skill. You just it picked was. a random number. We you? did I, it. I picked a random horse, and they had also picked the same horse. So we're like, well, it's fate now. And it was. We did it. I hope all our loyal Monday listeners got on board. I hope so, because, I mean, you know, that's it was a good final. 100%. 100%. You would have gone home very happy after that. I mean, if you got a few more races under your belt as well, like I did, you would have been very happy. Gold Coast paid out very well that day, I must admit. I reckon, because you know how they show you know different races on the um, the big screen at the at Flemington, yeah. right? They had Gold Coast on, the amount of people who were cheering. <laughs> I'm like, go, go, go. It was just amazing. Like, who would have thought you you know, you know at the biggest race day of the year at Flemington, but you're back in a donkey at Gold Coast that's going to win. Gold Coast is the place to be. 100%. Um, we, of course, had the Spring Carnival basically wrap up on Saturday with Stakes Day, um, which is also Family Day. It's a good day to get around. Unfortunately, the weather wasn't quite as good, which was kind of the theme of the whole week at Flemington. But we nevertheless had some good racing. Um, start with the Queen Elizabeth Stakes, which was race four on the day. And it's a group three, 2,600 metre race. Um, this was won by True Self, who arguably is a bit unlucky to have missed out on the Melbourne Cup start. I agree. I agree. I ran in the Geelong Cup, um, ran a very close second to Prince of Arran, who then ran second in the Melbourne Cup. Um, I thought looking at the Geelong Cup, True Self should have beaten Prince of Arran. And based on that, and given it had an impressive win in this race as well, um, definitely a bit unlucky there to not get their run in the Melbourne Cup. But trainer Willie Mullins said he was happy to have had the horse come out and win this race and possibly even preferred that to it running a fifth or sixth, say, in the Cup. Yep, still one. Um, what else we got? We had the... Oh, I mean, I... Do, do we cover the Dali Sprint Classic? I think so. It's a Group 1. Now, this this was a surprise. It because was. Santa Ana Lane was backed heavily into this race. And it was like, yeah, surely it's going to win. It came in fifth. Now, Nature Strip um, obviously won it. It, um, it took out the $1.2 million um, first place prize. Now, it was an amazing run. It just <coughs> led from the front and didn't look like, uh, didn't look like it was going to lose. Nothing really got close. Loving Gabby, um, who won the Manicato Stakes, got in second. Um, but apart from that... There was no um, there was no competition whatsoever, and I was very surprised. Chris Roller has got another one, um, and he claimed the um, the trainer prize, didn't he? With like the most points of the um, of the carnival. Uh, I haven't actually yeah, checked so that out. Yeah, so Craig but Williams got the jockey award. Yeah, Craig Williams and had a Chris super Waller got super carnival. Chris Waller got the um, the trainer or whatever it's called. But yeah, it was a great race. Um, I think it's one of the. One of the key sprints in um in the spring carnival because it always shows who's um who's to watch during the um during the year because they always do 
do well in the winter and then you know have a bit of a spell and then come back in the spring. Uh, I, but think, yeah. <clears throat> I think they're talking about sending Nature Strip over to England to run yep. at Ascot as well. So That's smart. We'll be excited to see how it goes representing Australia overseas. Yep. Um, we also had the McKinnon Stakes, which was the feature race of the day. So the 2,000 metre Group 1. This was won by Magic Wand, who did run in the Melbourne Cup and the Cox Plate. Yep. Backed up to running this and won it pretty comfortably. Yeah, I actually didn't watch this race because, um, you know, cricket does take up some time. I did my, I did a little have, bit of time. <laughs> I did have my phone in my pocket, and I did actually hear this race from the oval that I was playing on, but I couldn't hear it well enough. Oh, disappointing! Because I was like, I had. He was too busy paying attention to field the ball. Yeah, taking three catches, just a subtle <laughs> flex there. Um, but yeah, look, Adrian O'Brien gets another one, and then we had Melody Bell in second, and then Hartnell racing in its last <coughs> race. Getting in third. Um, he looked like he was going to win it for a bit there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, please, please, please. I could hear it. And I'm, and they're like, heart nil, heart nil. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh, my God, it's actually going to get up here. It's actually going to get up. And then, you know, I, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Because the crowd and then, you know, obviously the commentator announces all these other horses who come first, second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. whatever like that. And I just totally lost it. He just got pipped by Melody Bell, who absolutely flew home. Is um, Melody Bell is a kind of champion New Zealand horse who's just come over. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how she goes on and what she can achieve because that was a very impressive run, even though she didn't get up for the win. Well, I mean, at the 800, um, it was 14th, and then at the 400, it was still 14th. Yeah. So to come back and to finish second, um, not bad. Not bad <laughs> at all. Very impressive. Um, Barrier it started in? It started in Barrier 15. 15, yeah. Not bad. I mean, for a 2,000 metre race, it's pretty stock standard. Get on the inside. Flemington's pretty um, pretty easy to adapt to outside rails, like we've seen um, Vow and Declare in the Cup. Mm-hmm. Barrier 21. Um, so there's so much room on the track. It's so. the best. I love it. It's the best track in Australia, in my opinion. Because it develops a lot easier than Mooney Valley. Mooney Valley, you've got to position yourself, you know, while, you, while you're turning, it's not like, oh, you can win a race on the 400 straight. I just like it. It's my personal favourite. Very interesting. Um, shall we cover the Oaks quickly? Yes. Which was, of yes, course, yes, from yes, last yes. Thursday. Yep. Um, there were probably the first four horses on the list um, were the ones that were backed in and getting supported by everyone, and we saw Miami Bound end up taking it out who was horse number one with Damien Oliver on board and a Danny O'Brien trained runner. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I backed Rafi's in this one because I'm just like, it's going to happen again. <laughs> Is um, Who won last? Lasquetti Spirit Run. Oh, yeah. That would have been probably a couple of years ago yeah. now, but that and was a 100 to 1 100 shot. 100 to 1, that... and it won, and I'm like, it's got to happen again. I'm just going to... But I'm really smart about it, and they're like good jockeys who are on, you know, not not big backed horses. Um, mm. But good race day. Good... um. Good, what what do you call it? Good brand of racing. It was all exciting. I, I, I thought it was It exciting. was a good day. I thought Oaks Day had um, really good races, really good quality horses in a lot of the fields. And I know when I was going through them, I was finding it really hard to narrow down and decide who I wanted to pick for each race because there were <clears> always <throat> quite a lot of quality horses in each race. So this is the first spring carnival I haven't actually sat down and studied what's going on. And I've just gone like, oh, they're in the mountain yard. All right, let's pick a horse. And... It's gone it okay just, for it you. Just, yeah, I mean, you know, back, what, four winners on Oaks Day and then three winners on Cup Day. Not so bad. Not bad, good size. Not bad, good size. Um, but, yeah, so that's 
uh, the Oaks because, you know, not much really. There weren't many group... How many group ones were there on Oaks Day? Was Oak, was the Oaks the only one? I think there possibly could have been a couple, but okay. oh, the Oaks was obviously the feature of the day yep. um, and definitely the highlight to take my, out of that. My favourite was the... Um, was the is it, was it, no, it's not the... The Greys race? Yes, I love that. Um, The Sub-Zero. That was, yes, that was it. That was fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love the Greys race. I think but it's my second favourite race behind the Melbourne Cup. That was so good. It's just like you just see all these grey horses. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... It's aesthetically pleasing. I don't know if you noticed, though. The yeah. horse that won was probably the darkest grey in the field. I backed it. I would Got arguably say you could protest against it being allowed. To. Oh, <laughs> come on. I mean, it, 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 it's basically grey. It is grey. So just just give it because, I mean, I'm just just imagine, right, <laughs> on Monday and they're protesting on Monday that a horse being a different colour <laughs> and the race is on Thursday. Just, just, imagine the, just imagine the uproar. <laughs> all the bookies would be happy, though. I um, think so. Is well, that all? Is that all? I think that's pretty much it. Wraps up a good spring carnival. Um, <clears throat> and now we can just get excited for next year. Get excited for the autumn carnival. Yes, yes. I mean, who doesn't love some races in the autumn? I do. I mean, r- I sure do. R- races all year round are pretty good. They sure are. So make sure you pay attention. Pay um, attention, yes. To the races throughout the whole year, not just on these couple of days, because yep. there is racing basically every day of the year. Um, it's always good and... Considering we didn't get very good weather in the spring, you might actually get some better weather on other days, so then it'll yep. be even more fun to come along. Amen. Alrighty. Well, on that note, get we're going to get to a quick song. Perfect. This is a, a sports desk favourite in Mr. Brightside. You are listening to the sports desk here on Sin. Mr. Brightside by the Killers. You're back on the sports desk on Sin with James, Matt, April, and Moni. How are you? You're back. We're good. We're feeling revitalised. We're back. We're, we're ready to go. All right. Now, before the break, we're talking a bit of uh, horse racing, a bit of uh, equine, equine racing. What do you want to call it? Some, um, I don't know. Either of those. Like equine, equine industry <laughs> racing. I don't know what you call it. Anyway. Whatever. Horse racing. Okay. <laughs> horse racing. <laughs> yes. Moving. Yeah, exactly. Um, now. Can we go to a ball sport now? <laughs> ball sport. Yes. Yeah. Soccer. The round ball. To. The round, round ball. ball. Um, but we'll start off with the A-League. Obviously, it was a big weekend. Match day five. James. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to fix your mic because I cannot hear it. And I just KO'd oh, you. You just hit me in the mouth. Is your mic on? This isn't yes, going is. well. No, this is, <laughs> this is the best start ha- to ha- a segment. Had to fix it. Oh, had to fix it. You could have just told me, guys. I apologise. Anyway, moving on. We're talking about soccer and Melbourne City... Took, got the job done over Central Coast Mariners. 3-1 victory on Friday night. James, I'm sure you were there. Of course I was there. Take us. All right. Uh, it was the 10th anniversary of the of the club. Um, yeah. You're okay, Monty. <laughs> you a little bit of pain. It's all right. Um, yeah. So it was the 10th anniversary of the club. They, had, they wore the red and white for the first time since Heart Days at Amy Park. It was very nice to see. Um... So, City came up, 3-1 victors, goals to Curtis Good, Adrian Luna, Rosslyn Griffiths, and then Jordan Murray got the 89th-minute um, goal for the Mariners. Not good enough for the ten, um, you know, to get the job done, obviously. Uh, and then on Saturday, we had two games. We had Newcastle Jets taking on Perth Glory at Hunter Stadium in Newcastle. That played out a one-run draw, goals to Jason Hoffman and Diego Castro. And then the one that I was very happy about that put City three points ahead on top of the ladder, uh, Western United defeated what the were the league leaders in the Wanderers. 2-1 goals to Andrew Durante and Apaya Kubi. Um, 
<laughs> and then Mitchell Duke got one in the fifth minute for the Wanderers. And then yesterday we had Melbourne Victory taking on the Wellington Phoenix, oh, which ended in fun. a one-all draw. This was the best fun. If, if you're a neutral and you want to have some fun, go to a Victory versus Wellington game and sit in the Wellington away bay. Because it's just the best. No one cares. Everyone's just so nice. And you just have a good time. And you know what? The football wins at the end of the day. And it's just, it's just good fun. I mean, Ola Toivonen scored and then um, Davila scored on the penalty spot due to a handball. The football um, had to win because no one did in the game. It's one all. I mean, the fans won. Football won. Um, Everything won on the day. Um, yeah, it was a great, great game. And then last game of the round, we had Adelaide United finishing off Brisbane Raw 1-0. Riley McGree got that goal in the 84th minute. And let's look at the ladder. Uh, I'll talk through the top six. We've got City going full straight. Oh, I'm so happy. <clears throat> so we've got, um, yes, yeah, so we've got four wins in a row. With that one draw coming in round one of the derby on 13 points. And second are Western United in 10th. Equal second as well is the Wanderers. And then Sydney FC, Adelaide United, Perth Glory. And then Wellington Phoenix got their first point yesterday. Still last on the ladder with only one point. <laughs> only five games in though, so... Yep, plenty, plenty of time of for time. that to change. Plenty of time. Now, next week's games, um, we've got... <coughs> we've only got four games next week. Uh, we've got Central Coast and Adelaide United, then Western United taking on the Jets, Brisbane host City, and then the Big Blue, which is Sydney FC hosting the victory. So, interesting stuff next week, but obviously the Friday team next week. Hopefully we'll review <coughs> this sort of stuff. On this week, you mean? This, yep, this week. Yep, <laughs> yep. All right. Now, that's A-League. What else we got to talk about? Move over to EPL. It was a big weekend uh, for anyone that follows that. I was up very early this morning to watch the last game of this match day. But we'll start off starting on Saturday, our time, which was Friday, their time. Time zones confuse me, but hopefully, hopefully I got it right. Watford got their first win of the season. We're finishing up 2-0, uh, beating Norwich, even though they got a red card, went down to 10 men. Chelsea got the job done over Crystal Palace, 2-0. Next week, Chelsea take on Man City, and that will be a very big game. Um, they're both third and fourth on the ladder at the moment, so definitely eyeing up that second spot if they can get the job done. Burnley beat West Ham, 3-0. Newcastle got the job done over Bournemouth, 2-1. Everton beat Southampton 2-1 as well. Tottenham and Sheffield came out with a one-all draw. Up the blades. I'm so Up sad. the blades. Okay, so someone's happy and someone's sad. <laughs> so sad. I'm just all football, football-related apathy, you know. He went, went, like, spanked Red Star, you know, put nine past, you know, Belgrade in the Champions League in two, across two games. Then we bloody go to Sheffield and, you know, it's a one-all draw and we haven't won in, like, four weeks in the league. And it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, definitely. We're winless in the last six in the Premier League, which is That's okay. so great. It's all right. Winning at Sheffield's <laughs> not for everyone. It's all malaise. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it's it's getting interesting. It's getting um, it's heating up the Premier League. Um, yes, and then yesterday's games, we had Leicester beat Arsenal two oh, nil. I thought I'd quickly go over uh, that one. Did so lose. Jonathan didn't have to say anything. Yep. Um, mm. The Wolves beat Aston Villa two one. Man United got the job done over Brighton three one. And my boys this morning got the job done over Man City three one, which was a cracking game. When I fell asleep with ten minutes, like twenty minutes to go. But still <laughs> no, game. no, no controversy at all. Shouldn't have been any other score, much less two. Much less two all. It's just no controversy. Nothing. nothing, nothing there were no handballs, and there was no, no handballs, no offsides. And no. if you don't think we're being sarcastic, clearly then not. Clearly, you, you haven't watched the replay. Yeah, um, yeah. It was extremely, <laughs> it was extremely controversial with uh, Alexander Arnold getting a handball inside the box. Just um, objectively, objectively, hundred percent a penalty. 
Um, and then obviously not getting, you know, a handball. And then there should have been a disallowed goal um, to Mo Salah because he was offside. And then there was a handball um, for Fabinho's goal as well, the first goal. But it was very sketchy whether it was a handball or not. So technically, Manchester City should have won that 1 0. Apparently. Technically. So, look. Rules you, being what they are. Yeah. So, I mean, look. Scoreline with 3 1. didn't but work, so I'll take the point. What's VAR? Exactly. I was, I was quite interested in the Manu Brighton game because Manu have been pretty abject and Brighton have looked good, but they played more defensive. Aaron Moy was an unused substitute yep. and they lost 3 1. You know, went back to a 4 4 2. They've been playing at 4 2 3 1 and looking good. Moving forward, using Aaron Moy as an attacking mid, but they just you know kept the two centre mids, two strikers, played a very stock standard formation, mm-hmm. less attacking, got beaten. I reckon there's something to that. I think, I think if you're gonna have um, two strikers, I mean you've got Dennis Morpai and Neil, Neil Morpai, sorry, yes, and um, Aaron Connolly up front, and they're both you know not bad, pretty good strikers. Um, I'd keep them there. Yeah, and I think I, mean, I think I think with the four two three one, like you sacrifice a bit of your width and a bit of your solidity. Mm. But I reckon they play Connolly up top, drop more pine in the attacking band because he's quick. Yeah, he's quick. He dribbles well, and then and then you actually get to use players like Pascal Cross, who was really good in their first year, getting promoted, um, yep. bringing on. Obviously, like I'm trying not to be too parochial about my support of Aaron Moy, but he's he's gun. He's real good. He's real good. But he's not good if you're playing him in centre mid because he's got no defence. There were yep. seven yellow cards to come out of that game. It's been such a big week for I... cards. Yeah. It's, I feel game. like everything's becoming a bit more... It's not as lenient as it used to be. It's like, no, nah, oh. here's a card. Honourable shout-out to the Frankfurt-Freiburg game over in Germany <laughs> this morning. Where play of the day. Just, yeah, the play of the day is from the sports desk. Is at, like, you're losing 1-0, you're four minutes into extra time, the ball goes out over the touchline and you shoulder charge the opposition manager. <laughs> yeah, you just fully drop and a shoulder through. Top your team's second read of the game. You're going to lose 1-0 and then one of the players on the other team gets sent off. Again to nine men. In the 90th and 10th, like in the 100th minute of play, yep. another red card. It's just been cards, 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 cards. I mean, yeah, it caused a bit of drama. <laughs> it's it doesn't love it. Is it a ball sport or is it poker again? What is going on? Good question. Good oh, question. boy. All right, well, on that note, that wraps up our football soccer talk for anyone that didn't know what we were talking about. That's yeah, what we were talking about. Yeah, it was about. football. Um, soccer. Um, Round ball. We're going to get to a quick break, and then we'll be back with some more sporting topics, talks. I Action. Know. That's it. Action <coughs> chat. This next song is 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. You are listening to The Sports Desk here on Sin. All right, boys and girls, get the oranges. It's half time, but don't worry. We'll be back right after the break. 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber. You are back with the Monday Sports Desk. We've covered all the horse racing and all the soccer news, so that means it is time to jump into the basketball. Yes. Another round ball. Yes. So many round balls. <laughs> Too many really round are. balls. So we start with the NBL. Yes, yes, yes. Um, now, look, I'm not too much of an NBL expert in this um, because, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't watch NBL. I only watch the Phoenix play, but that doesn't <coughs> say that I can't read out results because <laughs> results are the real winner um, at the end of the day because we had round six of the NBL wrap up uh, this weekend. So on Thursday, the New Zealand Breakers hosted Melbourne United. Melbourne United uh, won by three points in that one, making it four wins in a row for them. And then Sydney Kings beat the Brisbane Bullets by 10 points in Brisbane on Friday. 
Saturday uh, night, Phoenix hosted at the Breakers. Phoenix winning 103-78. to um, And then the Cairns Taipans hosted the uh, Lamello Bulls Illawarra Hawks. Illawarra Hawks getting that done by 10 points. And then on Sunday, we had Melbourne United taking on Adelaide 36ers. Adelaide 36ers losing that by 19 points, making it still four wins in a row. Um, and then the Sydney Five. Kings... No, four. I read actually in it wrong. Oh. That was three wins in a row on, on Thursday. And then that's four wins in a row on Sunday. And then the Sydney Kings beat Perth Wildcats 104 to 85 in Sydney. Now, going over the ladder, um, as we speak, round, they've all, most of them played nine games, only a couple have played eight and seven. Uh, Sydney Kings are on top uh, with eight wins and one loss. South East Phoenix are second with two games to play, with two games in hand, and the Perth Wildcats um, in third, Melbourne United fourth, Brisbane Bullets, Adelaide 36ers, the New Zealand Breakers, Kent's Taipans, and then the Illawarra Hawks are in eighth with only two wins. Am I the only one that gets annoyed that the fact that they're all not playing the same amount of games each weekend? Like, there's some teams that have nine, some have eight, some nah. have seven. Does that not annoy anyone? Or just not me? really. No, it, it, it annoys me. It annoys me because you look at the ladder and it's like, well, and it means there's nothing. two games behind. Correct. Well, like, that doesn't really mean they're in that spot. Because it doesn't spot. mean anything until the end. I know, but it's just annoying. It's exciting. Like, oh, I don't like it. Because it's like, South East Phoenix are second, right? And yeah, they've only and played seven. Exactly. Which but, is amazing. But really, the Wildcats have played nine. That should be second because they've got 20. You know what I mean? Actually, I've just read the wrong thing. But still, yeah, yeah, they've got that's, 12 that's points. They've got 12 points, whereas South East Phoenix have only have 10 points. They've played seven. Like, that doesn't mean... That, like, anyway, I'm going to shut up. Like, okay. My little rant is over. We'll take no, that up with the NBL. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... I'm going to. I'm going to sleep email. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm on the Phoenix. I the, love um, them. This is some of the only sport I watched all weekend. I was otherwise occupied. But I saw some of the Taipans Hawks game through the through the window of a pub, um, and I'm 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 not going to say Lamelo Ball should win NBL MVP, but they've won two games and he play, you know he outscored everyone on the park when the Hawks beat the Taipans in what was admittedly a bottom of the league clash. But he he's good. It's the, just continuing my hot takes. He's good. Yeah, he's going to get drafted by Golden State top five because Oof. Golden State are the worst team in the NBA. In the NBA. Yeah. And They're going to be a shock considering the last couple of years they've had. God, well, yeah, I mean, Stephen Curry's got every, a broken hand. Everyone's injured. Like, yep. you've seen some of the starting, <laughs> seen some of the starting fives of late. Like, limbs are just falling off. It's like name a player. Like, I, I, on, honestly, on form, no Clay, no D'Angelo, no Steph. It's just like, yeah, who are you? Honestly, couldn't name a player. It's like Eric Pascal, who's the most recent player they've drafted. He's coming in being adequate, but adequate, See, I don't so know who that is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. No. Good luck to them because they they need all the luck they can get because yeah. it's not it's just not working out for them. Well, they're bottom of the pile. They're on a three game losing streak and they're two and eight. Yeah, like that just doesn't happen. It really doesn't happen. I mean, you'd expect them from getting it. Um, uh, you know, getting what? How many championships in the last four years? Enough. Enough. A good amount. <laughs> I think they've got an, an two amount. Or three. An amount. I think they'd be happy with. Yeah, I mean, look, they'll they'll need a good draft pick and Lamelo Ball. Is certainly one that they'll um that they'll take. I don't they'll take it for granted because I'm 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 looking forward to it. It'll yeah, be, it'll be it'll good. Be it'll be good because you know it's such a prestigious team. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Oracle Arena hasn't had much um go in their favour for the last. They haven't had anything going there. Well, three they, months. they lost last night too, so that doesn't help. Them. Yeah, not great. Um, do we actually want to focus on some NBA? 
Yeah, at the moment, um, we so might as well. My team, the Denver Nuggets, are currently They're playing. playing. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. They are up 84 to 72 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm so glad you took my tip last year because the Nuggets yeah. were doing so well. So you're like, just back them in. They're going to do well. They made it to the playoffs and obviously they bombed out. But, but no, I was right. excited. They're doing well this Yoke's year. Yoke's so. just a superstar. Yeah. Yeah, They're up by 12. so much fun to watch. They're up by 12 with 8.42 to go. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm having such a great time watching the basketball this year. I'm all in on the Mavs. I think the Mavs are absolutely fantastic. Got yep. up last night, currently fourth in the West. I think the Suns are real, which is a thing that <laughs> they're real. Which is a thing that you say at the start. Yeah, hundred percent. Like they start hot and then they fade. But then which like is the, funny because, like, if you think of the Suns yeah, and exactly. the football in the <laughs> AFL, it's like completely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, the Sun is a general concept. That starts hot and fades as well. Yeah. Um, but that, they've looked good. I reckon they're better than their five and three. Um, but then other than that, you know, I think it's pretty much where things are about where they look like they're going to sit. Yep. So we'll just go over the results from Saturday onwards because I'm not going to go past too earlier than that. But from Saturday, um, the Cavaliers got the job done over the Wizards, 113 to 100. Magic beat Grizzlies, 118 to 86. The Pacers got the job done, 112 to 106 against the Pistons. Um, the Kings beat the Hawks, 121 to 109. The Timberwolves beat Warriors, which I was mentioning before. Um, 125 to 119. Um, the Raptors got the job done over the Pelicans, 122 to 104. The Knicks beat the, I can't even see that, Mavericks, 106 to 102. Jazz got the job done over the Bucks, 103 to 100, which it was actually a really close game right down to the, um, the fourth quarter. Do you say quarter, half? I don't even know what you call it. <coughs> quarter. Wouldn't be fourth, yeah. half. Yeah, well, quarter. you know what I meant. <laughs> quarter. You know what I meant, guys. Quarter. Um, the Nuggets got the job done over the 76ers, 100-97. The Nets beat the Trailblazers, 119-115. to The Lakers beat the Heat, 95-80. to And then yesterday's game was only five. The Celtics beat the Spurs, 135-115. to The Pelicans got the job done. They bounced back 115-110. to I mean, 110, I should say, over the Hornets. Thunder beat the Warriors, 114-108. The Rock Beat the Bulls one seventeen to ninety four, and the Mavericks beat the Grizzlies one thirty eight to one twenty two, and that brings us to today's games. Um, there are a couple after the sports desk, but you can watch them later on. I reckon there's a couple of games worth watching. I reckon the Lakers will be fun. I reckon the Sixers will be fun. I reckon they're just going to stomp the Hornets, who are probably one of the worst five teams in the NBA. Yep. And the Sixers are good. <coughs> I think there's a couple of good, good MVP shouts in the Sixers. Oh, 100. I'm, I'm all in on Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons could do it. Things <laughs> I haven't got a lot of money on it, but it's, it's, if, it turn, if it's, it goes, it's, yeah. it's going to be a lot of money. Not too mm. bad. Um, now, look, speaking of America, you know, and sports okay. and all that, I, um, I've, I, I do keep my eye on some MLS soccer, right? And the final wrapped oh, up today. It's just happened, eh? The ro- final. Um, Seattle Sounders have beaten Toronto 3-1. So that gets them <laughs> their second MLS trophy, I think, in their history. So get around them because MLS is great. It's upcoming. Um, they've got some good players, and they've got um, they've got some. Uh, oh, what do you call it? They've had a couple of good prospects. Christian Christian Pulisic started his career over there, and um, did he? He did. Did he? Back in his youth. For who? Uh, did, did, did Christian Pulisic ever play an MLS minute? No, not like a full professional. But he was in the. Um, I believe he was. If Goal.com, which I was reading the other day on a Christian Pulisic article, was right, then it was. But knowing Goal.com and their um, and their really dodgy sources, who knows? But um, yeah, look, MLS is wrapped up. Seattle Sounders have won that. Um, get around them. Are you going to go to a song? 
We are going to we are going to go song. I, I thought you were going to keep going then. So no, <laughs> there's not too much because MLS is just MLS. Yeah, I mean it was it was the last game. It's wrapped up. Yeah, we're three one. Set of centers are just good. Well, sounds good. In a story. All right, we're going to get to a quick song. Um, we're going with a bit of a, an old classic here. Not that old, but it's a classic. With Adele, when we were young, um, you're listening to the Sports Desk here on Sin. Follow us on Instagram at the Sports Desk Sin and on Facebook, the Sports Desk, for more great content. Welcome back to the Sports Desk here on Sin. You are listening to James, Money, Matt and April. I've just said that so many yep. different ways today, but oh well. Now, look, before you go to this segment thingy, what, what, what do we call it? My mic's fine. Oh, Don't yes. hit me again. We've got to clear, now, we've got to clear up some Now, facts. I said that I read the article the other day that Christian Pulisic is playing in the MLS. That um, article has been now deleted due to false information. So oh, Christian Pulisic has not played in the MLS, which I thought not. Um, but yeah, just reading that fact there for you. Just in case. I, I, I only played for Borussia Dortmund. Just in case you can bring up at parties. Yep. And then you're going to quote. And just flex pick. me and just, just say, oh, no, no, he played in the MLS, yeah. <laughs> if I get those emails, I'm hitting them straight over to you. 100%. <laughs> Come at me. Not even dealing with it. Yes, yeah, anyway. so he, he didn't play in the MLS. Anyways. Fact. Moving on. <laughs> We're moving over to another round ball. Oh uh, it's God, the so green nice. little round ball. Small round ball. Meaning okay. tennis. Oh, this one's got a little bit. It's got some ridges in it. So it's not round round. It's round with a bit of a bloody Yeah, but oh, every... Basketballs basketball, do. good point. As I, was, as I started that sentence, I remember what basketballs looked like. Exactly, bad. exactly. We're talking oh, well. tennis, and the Fed Cup final happened last night, and the French came away with their first win since 2003, beating the Aussies. You want to take us through it, April? Yes, I will. So we had the singles results up first. Um, hopefully I'm going to pronounce this name right. Um, Christina Mladenovic yep. beat... Alia Tomlanovic of Australia, 6-1, 6-1 in the first game. So a pretty impressive win from her there to get the French off to a good start. Ash Barty, though, came out and levelled things up, beating Caroline Garcia, 6-love, six 6-love. Six so we then went on to the the reverse singles, um, which saw Mladenovic take on Barty. Unfortunately, Barty lost this match. Uh, 2-6, 6-4, 7-6, and then 7-1 in the third set tiebreaker. So I think that was kind of a bit of a turning point in this match and ultimately perhaps what ended up losing it for Australia. Um, Alia Tomlanovic came out in the do-or-die singles match to keep us in it or not and took on Parmentia. Um, Tomlanovic got up and won this 6-4, in, and this was her first uh, Fed Cup experience, her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for her to get that win there. And she put down her first loss to Nerves and the like. But obviously Mladenovic was um, a very good player. And she went on and played in the doubles, which Barty and Stoza played in together. And unfortunately, they lost 6-4-6-3, uh, six, six, never really getting into that match. So that saw the French take out the final. I love how we subbed in Stoza instead of the other one. The other one, Albert, yeah. Even though Stoza didn't play any of the singles. But anyway. Yeah, they were talking she's, she's about... A, she's a good doubles player, though. Mm. So I, I feel like that's just tactics. She won the Oz Open in the women's doubles, so mm. I think that was a good good move, but I just thought, just nice little subbing. Tactics. There was a lot of controversy coming out of this, obviously. Um, obviously, we lost. We came in second. But you could see the emotion in the players' eyes with Ash crying in the background when the French... Um, went on the podium and got their trophies. Um, not really a good look, but 
I, I thought it was a bit can... rough making yeah. them stand up there for the whole ceremony. Oh, I guess absolutely. you can you can really see how much tennis and winning and playing means to to people that play it for our country. I guess you know what I mean. Like there are some players when they play for their country, and obviously they don't get the job done, but they just stand there and they just look. Like, they don't even look like they want to be there. You I think it's one mean? of the issues we have with men's tennis in Australia at the moment because there's always a lot of talk about some of the guys when the Davis Cup comes around, which is, of course, the men's equivalent of the Fed Cup, um, and about them not really wanting to be there, not putting in all their effort and not appreciating the opportunity to represent their country. So it is good to see that it does mean so much to the girls and that even though they couldn't get the job done, they're really disappointed and I'm sure they, they definitely gave it their all. You can definitely say women's tennis in Australia is doing a lot better than the men's and everyone can say that hands down um, but Ash will still is still number one she goes into next year yeah. the world number one so there's a positive to come out of this year in, in the Australian tennis I guess you can say the, absolutely um, two French girls 39th and 40th in the world Ash first you'd say on, on the numbers you'd be looking at that one as a bit of a disappointment I'd, yeah I think that's why she was a bit a lot more emotional behind it mm-hmm. I quite like what um, Alicia Mollick Australian captain has to say after it about Mladenovic saying um I think she carried the team on her shoulders. It was an unbelievable display, which is kind of a very front-handed compliment. She's like, yeah, no, that was all you. All you, mate. Next time, we'll get it. She did well. I think she's one of the top-ranked doubles players as well in the world. Um, So, obviously, a good show there. More than a bit? Yeah. 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 Um, So, I think, obviously, that made a big difference when it did come to Barty and Stoza playing in that doubles match. All righty. Now we're gonna talk. Anything else? We're gonna yeah, go to a song. A big song break. Well, you know what? I'll, you know what? I'm I'm taking heavy interest in snooker at the moment. I don't I've got a live stream <laughs> going of um, the World Snooker Championships, um, and then we've got Robertson Robertson going on against Trump. Now I don't know if oh, it's related to. I've, um, watched, I've watched Trump play pool when I've been Mr. at the pub. Honestly, amazed yeah. me. So, <laughs> just when I've been at the pub and so I've been replays. It's but, amazing. I mean, Robertson's now on forty-three points. Trump's yet to score. People don't know what snooker is. Explain snooker. It to them. You know yeah, the it's and, like pool. I don't snooker. Snooker. It's just like pool, but without the Not eight a ball. swimming pool. The no. one that you play on the table. Correct. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching. I'm very heavily into this. We're gonna get a song. Money. We're gonna get. We're going to Versace on the floor by Bruno Mars. You are listening to a sports test here on Sin. Welcome back to this process here on CNU. Listening to Monty James and Matt and April. Now, James, yes. before we talk some cricket, I oh, here we go. You you ratted me out before. Can I rat you out? Yes, you have go. no idea about snow. No, snooker. I don't know about these coloured balls. But All I you're know, playing, you're watching it. It's because it's good. Op- we are opening two straight seg- segments with you getting called out. How does it feel? Okay, so I read that dodgy article on golf. All right, and then I got deleted. And then now, you're what do you reckon happens? You're off to I'm a off to a flyer. Start. It's fantastic on a Monday. So for anyone that morning. was listening to James talk about snooker, don't listen to him. He it's amazing. Has no idea what he's talking about. No you don't have to know what you're watching. Yeah, you can just watch it. Yeah, but you, you, you don't understand the fact that you actually have to hit a red ball in to then hit the coloured balls for in snooker. No, you didn't know that. No. That's the main point of the I just sport. play April Pool on my phone and just think it's the same oh thing. Oh, my Lord. That's good fun. All right. We're moving over to another round ball in cricket. Who wants to take us? Uh, Matt, it's all you. Yeah, okay, this can be all me. Um, we've, we beat Pakistan handily. Pakistan weren't very good. It's probably the the upshot. It was a three-match series. I'm pretty sure we won all three of them. Yeah. Um, I think the, the third game was, geez, a while ago, a couple of days ago. It would have been Friday night. Yeah. Is that how time works? Yep, sweet. Um, they said it was 107 to win. We didn't lose a wicket. It was just, you know, pretty rock and roll. Um, it's just... It's a very cut and dry series. Pakistan came to Australia, we beat them three times. 
I think we're moving on. I think there's another continuing the series, playing got a few more games. It's a big, long summer. But for the moment, we're looking pretty good form. I think that's um, five on the bounce we won. I don't think we dropped any games to Sri Lanka either. Um, more interestingly, across the ditch, New Zealand and India... Nope, New Zealand and England just wrapped up a five-game series um, just this morning in another Super Over. So England won the last two those to win the series 3-2 just a really big condition to me for getting our numbers work this morning <laughs> I but, love some cricket that ends in a super over oh so do the English it's great the English love it the Kiwis don't oh they're getting salty about this I mean fair enough yeah honestly um, again another like another super over after the Kiwis got stomped in the fourth one like get you know you get set 240 runs in a T20 you're probably not going to win most of the yeah. time but yeah, um, they got absolutely thumped back 80 so New Zealand look you know the, the New Zealand series is entertaining um, the Australian series wasn't unless you're an Australian unless you're a big fan of watching you know the boys just thump lesser nations but yep. oh well this is this is where we find ourselves well, we've got our test against Pakistan series coming up yep. as well excellent so hopefully we can get them in that as well and we've got the Black yeah. Caps as well the Black Caps come over um that is, is their first match the Perth test or is um, it Adelaide Oval? Brisbane. It's always Brisbane. No, so, so Pakistan, oh, Pakistan played the first two. Yep. And then I'm New Zealand sure, play. Well, it, it could be six. I don't know. But we've got Pakistan coming over. But then we play New Zealand on Boxing Day. That's all I know. I don't know if it's... It is, I think it's a 2-3. So I think it's Brisbane and Adelaide. Um, you got Perth from the 12th. And That's then, right. In a, in a day-nighter. Yes. Fun. And then we've got, yeah, the Boxing Day test, yep. so of course, in Melbourne. So it's, Famously. So it's a 2-3 format. Two tests against Pakistan, three tests against New Zealand. We've done that the past two or three years, I think, where we've had um, two teams come over, apart from the Ashes, and have a little bit of a split because, I mean, what, India last year was a full five. Yeah. But I think the year before that, it might have been um, like a split. They've done it. I've, I remember they've done it a couple of times, and it worked. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, you get to see two, you know, high class teams play Australia, and then um, oh, last time Pakistan came to Australia, it was just watching them wall out for five days. It was oh, so boring. It wasn't exactly the most thrilling of cricket, but but then Australia won um, on the last day of the MCG. Yep. That was one of the most heroic performances. Oh yeah. We needed like eight wickets to win in uh, the in in the day. And I'd say. Given all of the trials and tribulations of Australian cricket since then, kind of peaking obviously in South Africa, and now we're yep. out here again. I think we're probably looking good. Oh yeah. To sweep, probably. I reckon of those five, I reckon, I reckon we should win four. Four out of the five. Yeah. Not lose. It's a really draw. I don't know. You never know with the Kiwis. You never know with Test cricket. I mean, the MCG is pretty much a road, so. Oh boy. It'll be a draw. Yeah, probably a draw. There we go. Wow. Call, calling it Call, now. Calling call it early it, that the MCG early, test is going to be a draw. Locking it in now. Because Another Monday sports desk tip. They're well known for coming through. So, <laughs> I mean, like every every pitch well, in look, Melbourne is just a road. Yeah, it doesn't the, value anything for both sides. The Shield's been pretty rough. There was that one where like both teams put on six hundred. Yeah, and it was a draw. I mean, well, speaking or of or Shield cricket, oh, a draw. Sorry. Speaking of Shield cricket, um, the Vicks play in Melbourne pretty soon. I think. Um, be a road again, I'm sure. No, oh, I mean, I'm. To- it's gonna be thrilling. I'm looking. S- I'm so looking forward to this. So, um, well, if I can actually get it up, we've got. Um, oh, you know what? It's not. Here we go. Perfect. So we've got 
Tasmania won by six wickets against Victoria. Now, the games we've got to play tomorrow. Tomorrow the game starts. I'm so hyped about this because, don't, what, what do you call it? Sheffield Shield Cricket is back at the MCG. Really? It's back at the G tomorrow. It doesn't surprise um, me. Vicks host the Bulls tomorrow because um, they've actually realised that Junction Nevels a road and nothing can get onto that pitch. Um, so they're going to start working on the MCG pitch a bit early. Get a few um, get a few runs on that pitch. So hopefully um, everyone can get down on that because who doesn't love some first-class cricket at the G? Well, yeah, I mean, after that game in Junction Oval, it was just, right, just again, just terrible. You just hopefully like, it's you, a bit you, you hate spicy. to see it, but, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's a bit something happening. Well, on that note, I'm going to quickly just go through the results for the NFL. There are some games on right now, but I'll go through the weekend's results. The Raiders got the job done over the Chargers 26-24. to The Jets beat the Giants 34-27. to The Falcons got the job done over the Saints 26-9. to The Titans just beat Kansas, the Chiefs, 35-32. to That one went down to the wire. The Ravens got the job done over the Benegals 49-13. The Browns beat the Bills 19-16. Now I'm going to say the Pirates, even though they're the Buccaneers or something. Beat the Cardinals thirty to twenty seven. I looked at James because he always tells me I'm not. Can I just can I just call them the Bucks and be done with it? Yeah, yeah, no, right, well, yeah whatever. Bucks. Sounds good. The Bears beat the Lions twenty to thirteen, and the games that are on right now, um, the Miami Dolphins are up with eight minutes to go in the third, ten to zero. The Packers and Panthers game has just gotten to half time and it's 14-10 and the Steelers have managed to get away from the Rams a little bit 14-7 to um, just one minute to go um, till half time and then the games this afternoon are the Cowboys taking on the Vikings and the 49ers taking on the Sea Eagles so there you go some big games from there anyway thank More you guys for joining us here on the sports Show. thank you to everyone that's in the studio it's nice to see you all I'll see you guys next week. Uh, Sportsnext will be back on Wednesday. James and I will be in with Taylor. Yep. Um, so make sure you tune in then. And Friday team will be back as always from nine. Um, otherwise, you can catch us on all our social medias. And if you want to listen to any of our podcasts or any shows that you missed, you can head to Omni or wherever you guys get your podcasting stuff. Just look up The Sports Desk. Um, and have a good week, y'all. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in to The Sports Desk on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, 9 till 10. And make sure to check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast from.